welcome back to the On We Talk podcast, everyone's favorite podcast, the best podcast. Um, I'm Matthew Winter, as you probably all know. And today, another guest, I know you guys love him, um, Asterios Kokonos. Now, many of my listeners might have no fucking clue who you are. Because you are, I don't know, I guess my demographic is younger males and you are a older male. So in, in a, you know, a, in a, in a sort of short summarized version, who are you, Asterios Coconut. Sure. No, I mean, the easiest way to explain it is I'm a comedian. Been a comedian for a long time. Uh, I live in New York, live in Brooklyn. I do a bunch of different podcasts about a bunch of different topics. And uh, I'm just kind of looking forward to shooting the shit and hanging out. It's cool to talk to you. I appreciate that very much. And as you, as you mentioned before we recorded, this is like the, the 17th you've sort of recorded um, over the, like, the last few weeks just coming on podcasts. And I appreciate that you allowed yourself to come on this little podcast i appreciate it um yeah like uh like my girlfriend will go out of town to visit her college friends from time to time and then it's just like i got nothing to do and uh and so sometimes i'll just tweet like if you have a podcast and you need a guest i will guest on your tiny shitty podcast now look in your case it seems like it's neither but uh yeah so so something like i just got off the phone with like three college kids and they haven't even launched it yet. Like I'm their third episode. It was really cute. We talked about iCarly a bunch. <laughs> before that, I ta- I was on like a, a gambling and cryptocurrency podcast out of Las Vegas talking about Dogecoin fluctuations and Monero and um, and um and a brand new American Gladiators documentary that's coming out. And then after this, I'll be on some other podcast on some service I've never heard of called StreamYard. Have you ever heard of StreamYard? I've never heard of a StreamYard. Never heard of StreamYard in my life. Yeah, I don't know what the hell it is either. I hope it's not some sort of weird, creepy bullshit. But yeah, so I'll be on StreamYard in two hours. Uh, So we'll (laughs) see what that is. And it's just like, it's fun. You never know who you're talking to or what you're going to talk about. I mean, like, what is your show typically about? What is my show typically about? It's, you know, I could easily just say it's white guys talking yeah. because that's essentially what it is. But I think it's like, I don't know. Well, you know what? That's what it is. It's just me trying to be a famous podcaster. Um, I'm trying to be the next Joe Rogan. I hate saying that, but it's like, I don't know. I just like talking to people, talking to my friends, talking to guests, shooting the shit, um, having conversations. I think conversations are more interesting than, oh, what's going on in the world right now? I think that gets sort of dated as well. Um, if we want to talk in, you know, business terms, I like evergreen content, evergreen content. That's going to be, you know, you could visit it in like 10 years and it'd still be funny. It'd still be entertaining. And, um, that's sort of, that's sort of my, my thought process. So if we start talking about, for example, um, what's something that's not relevant anymore that was before, oh, Harambe. Oh, remember that big monkey gorilla guy, the, the, and it was a big meme, as we all do. Um, no one's going to give a shit about that. Who cares about a fucking Harambe? Nobody. Um, you know what, man? I'll tell you something. Like, so I listen to like a lot of old wrestling podcasts. And like, um, I fucking love wrestling. Oh, me too. And, I, and I listen fan. to them. And then sometimes they'll be like, hey, uh, you know, it's kind of a weird day to do a podcast. Uh, we're going to try to have fun today, but it's weird because there was a, uh, a mass shooting today. And so we'll try to have fun. But And I'm always like, 
I have no idea what mass shooting they're talking about. There have been so goddamn many. <laughs> and they'll always just be like, yeah, we got to do something. Hopefully we, we can do something soon about all the, you know, when will the violence end? And it's like, yeah, well, when will the violence end? Jesus Christ, guy. There's like, there's so many mass shootings that now it's like, even mentioning mass shootings quickly dates your podcast. <laughs> it's like, which one, assholes? Oh, that's fucking funny. It's crazy. It's actually like, okay, if you're just hosting a a comedy podcast or a wrestling podcast Mm. or something that's a bit niche, do you really need to sort of, oh, no, I guess you can acknowledge it, but do you need to to discuss that sort of stuff? No, it's just people feel guilty. It's like it's like it's like people feel like guilty and powerless. I mean, look, there's a thing where, like, like I used to do stand up, so like, well, yeah, all right, if there was a horrific event. That morning, like, yeah, I guess you're, you'll probably want to, like, talk about it, like, and just kind of, kind of be like, yeah, this is not everyone's mind, so, like, let's discuss this and get this out of the way. But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. I used to work in, uh, in public relations, and, you know, uh, we would do, like, public relations for, like, very big, uh, like, tw- like, Twitter accounts, like, you know, like a, like a big ice cream account or something like that, and... Whenever there was a mass shooting, we had to do this thing called going dark on social, which means like you don't post for a while because early in like the history of Twitter, like if there was like a mass shooting that day and you have all these tweets programmed in that are just like it's today's national ice cream day. Have an ice cream licious conerific day people would tweet at you and they'd be like hey uh, a bunch of people just died can you calm down about how this is a conerific day and so we would always like we'd always like if, if there was a mass shooting like we'd all hop on the phone and be like we gotta go dark we gotta go dark and then at some point man there were so many goddamn mass shootings in america that we were just like yeah we can't go dark anymore because we would just be going dark every day <laughs> If we had to go dark, that's exactly because right. of um, yup, exactly. So, so we stopped because <laughs> it was like, what's the fucking point? There's always going to be shit things in the world happen <laughs> yeah. everywhere, no matter what. Yeah, it's, yep. well, that, but that's like that's well, don't yep. people nah, go to nah, some nah, social but like, media? Real, but that? no, no, like, but like straight. really specifically though, like mm. no, 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 but like. It, but like no no this is America man it's a, it's different it's a hellhole like yeah oh, oh is there always gonna be sadness in the world yeah but it's like no it's different it's like a different thing <laughs> but, but anyway but uh, now it's funny I'm talking about how talking about mass shootings will date podcasts look maybe by the time you're listening to this there will be no more terror huh? and then it'll be pretty fucking dated that I'm talking about this yes the year will right, stop th- the year will be three thousand. Four thousand, yeah, thousands exactly. of years from now, we'll have no mass shootings. So, be, so that's see, that's yeah, actually exactly. that's interesting. In it, because I'm an Australian, yeah. as you can probably tell yeah. by the accent. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't had a mass shooting. Okay, we've had, we've had a few shootings. We've had you know a few hostage situations. Blah blah blah. But oh fuck, are we really going to go into gun control? Fuck it, we're going to discuss it for we like don't just have, a few we don't minutes. Ha- we don't have to. Well, look, we got- I mean, I heard that you guys banned them and that everything kind of worked out fine. Is that true or false? I it tr- well, true, true. Uh, oh, oh, really? Is it true? Well, we've got, I thought that was a gross oversimplification. We can. Oh, it's, <laughs> that's true. That's okay, hilarious. Gross over, oversimplification. Oversimplification. But yeah, it turns out better. when we got rid of all those guns, people couldn't shoot each other anymore. Wow, who would have thought? What a crazy idea. <laughs> oh, 
But is it? Well, All right. Anyway, let's talk not, about wrestling. That. Let's look. Actually, one thing I wanted to one thing I wanted to ask was, um, <laughs> you have a very interesting name, Asterios Coconuts. I do. They, um, yes. What is the worst pronunciation that you've heard of your name? Oh, all of them. All of them. It's like and 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 here and it's it's funny because like sometimes like I'll meet someone and they'll have like a very ethnic name and I'll get it slightly wrong and they'll get like pissed off about it and it's like, hey, back the fuck off! I'm a stereos coconut. You know how many times I've heard like asterisk or kakanas? Every time I've heard like astrorios, and it's just like. Yeah, people don't know. Whatever. It's weird, man. I got a weird name. What are you going to do? It's not even that hard to, like, sand it out syllable by fucking syllable. Yeah, it's like, event. it's like, you know, when you, and you hear it once and you get it. But, like, it's, it's like my whole life, I'm just numb to it. Someone mispronounces my name and it's like, yeah, I get it. It's, uh, even Greek people think my name is weird. I even have a weird name for Greeks. Like Greeks are like your name is what Asterios? It would be like if someone was named like uh, like Timothy or like Philippe. It's like you mean Phil? Like no, it's like a weird name even for us. It is a weird name, isn't it? Yeah, and it's because it's old. It's like a very old-fashioned name that like they only gave to people in this one village. And I just happened to my family happens to be from that village. Did they? Did you ever get like bullied because of your name? Like, I know that's probably a stupid question. I feel like it. I feel like you did. I just feel like it's like you know. Yeah. Oh, this, it's well. What do they? What did they find it hard to pronounce as kids? Like, did they just call you something else, or did they just pronounce your name wrong all through school? Yeah, my mom. T- my mom told me to tell everyone to call me Steve, <laughs> and I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. And so I did for a while. I was just like, yes, yeah, Steve. Call me Steve Coconos. Much bet much easier. Oh, and uh Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, so for a while I for a while I went by Steve just because it was easier. Um but uh but yeah, then I then like I got into high school and it's like, man, but you know what? They'll figure they they can figure out how to pronounce the stereo, so they'll be fine. They'll figure it out. Um so yeah, I exactly. did a little obviously, you know, having a guess on the podcast, I got to do a little bit of research and one of the mm-hmm. first places I went to was your LinkedIn. Um, and I looked at your LinkedIn. Oh, you're open for work. And your image, sure your profile is you with a man dressed as a corn of cob. A co- yes, cob of corn. Corny. Corn of cob? Yes. Same thing. Um, great Same marketing difference. strategy, I think. Um, you know, I think everybody, everybody's LinkedIn looks the same. It's just you. It's a nice headshot nice bright lights white background and they're just smiling but you a bit different a bit you know i think it's um it's unique and i think if anyone's gonna hire because you're a copywriter by trade wouldn't you would say yeah oh my god that's how i made a living for years and years now is writing just writing ads is, is like writing tweets for corporations and writing commercials and writing all that bullshit do you have, oh, I was going to ask, do you have any good stories? Of course you have a good story of some sort. Um, oh, from advertising? From advertising, of course. Because it's very interesting. It's, and it's, of course, things have, because you're still in that game right now, aren't you? That's your, that's still your um, main yeah. source of income. It's how I make, it's, yeah, it's how, it's how I make a living. It's like, uh, it's, as, as you could probably test, it's hard to make your living off of podcasting. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, you know, unless you do, unless you're like, 
Australia's most famous podcaster, and I'm just like monocultured, and I don't know shit. Fuck no. Uh, but like, at least in America, it's hard to make a living off a of podcast. Uh, oh, it's actually interesting because I was doing a bit of research, um, you know, for my Patreon, doing a bit, you know, just mm-hmm. doing it up a bit, making sure my tears are good and all that sort of stuff. All the copyrights good and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many people are making like hundreds and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars a, a year at least, but even some of them a, mu- a month, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. And realistically, all they're putting on their Patreon is, oh, bonus podcast every week. And it's like, what the fuck? You must be a good podcast host. You must have a good show that people want to listen to and donate 5 to $7 just to listen to that. And, and then that's, that's how you're making a living. That amazes me. I, I just, I can't fathom it. Yeah, it's, you know, I think the thing is that fucking, if you listen to podcasts, you are probably an adult. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's weird otherwise. Like, I, I mean, I know there are kids that listen to podcasts on YouTube, but like, if you fucking have iTunes and shit that you're probably grump and you're probably listening to podcasts at work or you're listening to podcasts on your commute, and um and so you know it's like if someone could keep me sane on the way to work yeah that's i'll give you some money that's incredibly important to me like for me i you know i'm back before the coronavirus like i'd be on the subway for about three hours a day like an hour and a half to get to work an hour and a half back and so yeah, I'll give you $5 for more podcasts if I like your podcast. You know, um, that, that that's the thing. I Like, I always like it when podcasters have, like, a weird little show that you can only get if you pay for. Because it's like, oh, neat. This is, it, it. like, you feel special. And it's, like, something that you, that, like, that, like, it's just kind of us. Like, we're just this little community listening to this weird little show. Like, um, like one of my favorite shows is this show called uh, the the um, the Flop House, and they have this like D and D game that they play on uh, that you can only get if you pledge to their uh, crowdfunding. You like, you get to hear them play a little Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, oh, it's so much fun, you know. And then you're listening to it, and you feel like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. You're like, well, here's what I would do, and if I was in the situation, and when they roll the dice, you're like, oh fuck, is it gonna be a twenty? What are they gonna get on this dice? And it's like, yeah, it's worth that's worth five bucks for me. That's fucking great. Oh fuck yeah! And that's the thing. I think podcasts are so engaging. Like, for example, if there's you know. Let's go low. 10,000 people listen to a podcast. I think the conversion rate is going to be significantly high. Do you know what I mean? Like my yeah. my, oh my, my, God, my yes. podcast has, you know, very small listenership, but probably compared to a lot of other podcasts, it's probably high, high to, um, compared to others. Um, but then you see like, you see so many, I've seen like so many YouTubers and content creators and stuff like that. And they have a Patreon and some of them have hundreds and thousands of subscribers. And then also have, you know, pretty significant views. They're coming in quite regularly. And then their Patreon, there's fuck all people, 100 people out of like the few hundred thousand are subscribing. And it's like, how the fuck are you fucking this up? Like, I'm not the smartest man because in the world. Because their audience is kids. That's like, it. that's the thing. It's like, it, like, like, that is the interesting thing. You know, it's hard for YouTubers to convert because if you're watching YouTube, like, there's a good chance you're a kid. 
And like, I look, obviously everybody watches YouTube and everybody listens to podcasts granted, but it's like fucking kids watch YouTube. It's, 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 it's for babies. <laughs> and so like, they don't have a credit card. And if they did, they don't have expendable income to like, like they expect it to be free. Like, like, you know, like when I was young, like I fucking pirated all my music. And now that I'm old, I buy albums and I prefer to buy albums just because it's like, yeah, I'd rather give these guys a couple of bucks. Like I just, it's just, you know, when, once you become older, like you're, you're thinking, you know, like your thinking changes on this shit. And it's like, yeah, look, 10 bucks isn't going to make or break me. You know, but for a kid, it's like, well, that might be all the money you have right now. Like, what the fuck? See, it's one thing I found really interesting was, so Logan Paul, um, he launched his like clothing yeah. wear and, you know, that's a one-off purchase. And a lot of these kids can go, mommy, mommy, can I have a Maverick tee? And they'll be thinking, who the, what the fuck is a Maverick tee? But they buy it from anyway. And then I saw that Logan yeah. Paul launched some sort of video on demand service, fucking some shit. It was a subscription service and he had to pay you know, five bucks a month or some shit like that. And you wonder how successful that's, successful that's actually going to be because kids, even if they, 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 they might be getting like, you know, decent pocket money. Imagine if they're getting, you know, $50 a week and then they have to pay $5 a month for somebody's Patreon or subscription service. They'd be like, oh no, but then I can't go down and buy candy or whatever shit kids do because kids don't understand money. <laughs> And we could all we yes. go into the, we could go into the discussion of you know people not being taught how to manage money in schools and all that sort of shit, but we won't. But it's interesting how kids don't understand the concept of money and the concept of value and shit like that, and that's just something that you learn in life. Yeah, I, I, I mean, interestingly, like, well, it's not the kids making the decision at that point. Like, a parent understands why a kid wants a T-shirt. Like, a, if it's a brand name fucking T-shirt and it's got their a celebrity on it, like, yeah, they get it. It's like, yeah, well, when they were kids, they probably wanted Air Jordans. Like, oh, there's other sneakers. Yeah, but these are Michael Jordan sneakers. But it's like, how the hell are you going to explain to your parents that, like, you want to give Ninja some bits? <laughs> like, that's the thing I don't understand. It's like, if my if my kid was like, I want, give me money so I can give, give someone a super chat, I'd be like, no. no, just watch no. the guy. Yeah, I'm not giving you. It's like no. It's and that's it's actually it's funny. It's funny how it's like, you know, you think that oh, in turn, you know, with that discussion that you know, kids creators aren't able to make a lot of money, but then the people who are making kids content, the ad rates are brilliant. They love it. I know, I know somebody, yeah, one of my best mates, his younger sister. They together started doing some sort of like story time um they had like little dolls of some sort can't remember what it was and it was amazing how much money they were making and how much you know it would be it would push out to you know the relevant people because what kids do they put on like you know the parents just put the tv on or put the ipad on and then it will just just keep flicking through videos and keep flicking through videos so then they would get the views and then they would get more money just from YouTube ads, which is, you know, for creators like us, people who are making, you know, more mature content. YouTube doesn't like that anymore. Fuck no. Like, they like nothing like that. But, like, the kids creators are getting fucking good money. Yeah, I mean, if you're making content for kids, like, then YouTube also knows, like, 
yeah, I can put ads on this. This isn't going to be some weird Al-Qaeda training video. Like, remember how a couple of years ago, Coca-Cola was like, hey, uh, YouTube, um, you're serving our our Coca-Cola ads on, like, these uh, weird bomb-making videos. Can you stop? And, like, every major corporation did, like, a YouTube pause for a couple of months. And then YouTube was like, oh, we promise. No more, no more commercials on your terrorism videos. It's like... Well, these fucking kids videos, you know, you can throw the farm at those, you know, and like kids toys sell, kids food sell, movies sell like fucking trolls too. every time you every time you wanted to watch Trolls World Tour, you had to pay another $20 to get that thing streamed to your house. It's like, yeah, there's fucking money there. Good for your friends. I'm proud of them. Oh, I'm proud of them, too. Very jealous because they're making a living and I'm just a sad McDonald's manager just trying to make it in this world. Six years now. Since I've started this little, this little endeavor, getting there slowly, day by day, takes seven years to become an overnight do success. You, I guess. Do you work? Do you do you manage your McDonald's for real? I, I'm I'm okay. Well, I'm, I am a manager. I wouldn't say I'm not running the whole show. I could if I wanted to. Okay, and I'd be fucking fine. good at it. But you know, I'm do just you work make, at McDonald's? It's a it's a living. It's it's a it's Wait, a solid living. I, you're not you're not saying yes or no. Do you currently work at a McDonald's? Yes, I do. I do. And oh, it's, it's, I okay. Do. What, did you guys have the Travis Scott meal over there? No, we didn't. I had people ask. Do you have a similar meal that's like an Australian celebrity? No, no. We, Australian celebrity. We do not have Australian celebrities. And all America's taken all of the half-decent yeah, Australian celebrities. Did. Yeah, we like, did. Um, yeah, we did do that. Yeah, all of them. Every single one, like Doctor House. Yes, isn't Doctor House Australian? I think he is. Um, and then there's yeah. who's the one who was in um, Suicide Squad? The the girl, um, the blonde oh, one. Oh yeah! Oh, she was yours. Yeah, she was on. Oh, that's so- oh, yo. That's she a loss. Was, I remember. She, we have we have a soap opera here in Australia called Neighbors, and she, she was one of the young. She was teen on like girls. your EastEnders. Pretty much. She was yeah. on like your EastEnders. God damn, that's great. And, oh, and I had a big crush. Yeah. I had the hugest crush on Margot Robbie. That's her name, Margot Robbie. The whole world has a crush on Margot. Okay, so there's no Mar- Margot Robbie meal, which is just like, I guess, like a line of cocaine and some flavored ice. <laughs> I wish. I wish. But I don't think that's right. kid friendly. I don't think so anyway. No. All right. What are your McDonald's toys like? Like, like do you have the, are, do you currently have Pokemon, Pokemon toys? We did. Um, yeah, we did actually. And then recently we had Charlie Brown toys. Was there some sort of <gasps> Charlie Brown thing what? happening recently? I don't think there, so. Yeah, there was, uh, Apple TV has like a Charlie Brown cartoon. Uh. Um, I mean, oh man. Okay, yo, Charlie Brown is my fucking favorite. Can you please describe to me what these Charlie Brown toys were? Um, or are? They, they were, it was literally just Charlie. And it was him. It was like it was. They're, okay. they're really shitty quality. They're like they're not the best quality too. I've seen many oh, headless really? Charlies around, around the dining oh, room. <laughs> that's okay. All right, look, look. Is there? How about Snoopy as that as that World War One fighter pilot sitting on top of his house? Is, is that a toy? There, it was. It was. Okay, really? Okay, um, Snoopy in the South with camel. No, excellent. Um. All right, how about Schroeder and his piano? Is that a toy? I think it was. I think it was, but it was when I yeah, was... Yeah, I gotta I've got a feeling toy. it was. But yeah, we had, a, we had a big brunch from at one point. My God, that's so cool. <laughs> Have you heard about the fucking prices of these goddamn... 
Pokemon of these McDonald's Pokemon toys no. and how like <laughs> okay I don't look at least in America the poke the the in America the Pokemon toys were coming with they were coming with Pokemon cards mm. and there's some sort of ridiculous it, like in America that like the Pokemon card market has gone insane and people are like lining up outside of walmarts for hours so they can go buy like 50 packs of pokemon cards i don't know some the sports card market recently has gone cuckoo caca and uh and so people are like at mcdonald's like literally like demanding to buy pokemon cards and like they're making like poor fucking teenagers that work at mcdonald's cry because they're being such assholes about these goddamn pokemon cards i love it it's so crazy like, i love it because it was it was the logan paul videos that sort of i think shot it up extremely mainstream i know it was like sort of growing here and there but those logan paul videos that he put out collecting these cards and going to see the guy there was a guy who was on porn stars who was trying to sell his um, exclusive card and he didn't. Oh. And the only reason he went on there was because he knew it would be on, it would go on TV and then the card would become more valuable. And I'm thinking, that's fucking smart. That is smart as shit. Um, but yeah, everyone wants Pokemon, Pokemon cards now. It's, it's crazy. Yes, this is what I'm saying. This is the time. This is the, like, it's all happening when it comes to Pokemon. It's like... To fucking people are like spending thousands of dollars on Charizards. Oh, and there's this thing. All right. So check this shit out. If you have like a first edition Charizard, mm. holographic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's worth money. Of course, man. That's worth money. Apparently, like the money is in the Charizards. But if you have a sealed, unopened, original Pokemon pack, those sell for a fortune because rich people love opening sealed packs from the <laughs> 90s and they do it like on stream and they turn it into content like you gotta if you if if there's any if there's any unopened pokemon cards i don't know if you guys have basements in australia but if you do you go find unopened packs of pokemon you'll be rich richer than podcasting because you could absolutely like you know you can sell it for the value of the cards. But if you're selling to rich people who are going to open it on stream and make revenue off yeah. that, and oh, yes. there is, yes. there's so much more valuable, valuable than that. Absolutely. I know it's great. And people are doing a thing where, because it's like, all right, if a Pokemon card, like a pack of Pokemon cards, like, I don't know, let's say it weighs like an ounce. Like, I, I don't know the metric system, sorry. Like, uh, let's say it weighs an ounce, but the Pokemon cards that have a holographic rare weigh like 1.3 ounces so there's a thing where they're like this pack isn't opened but i've measured it and it's quote a heavy pokemon pack oh, and it's like and a heavy pack goes more for for more than a light pack oh the pokemon market it's so much fun oh that's fucking crazy um the, yeah. the, the, the so was... you're not selling the cards at your mcdonald's no. you're not selling the cards no, just God little toys it Oh. I'm sorry. I know it would be because it would have been something rich. that I would have been. You know, let's just sneak a few cards, sneak a few cards yes. out of the back, chuck them in my pocket, see what they're worth. Yeah, that's oh. how you. That's how you. Man, my girlfriend used to work at McDonald's. McDonald's Monopoly came around. 
She's fucking, she would just be like literally like sitting in the back, just ripping the labels off of hundreds of cops. We don't know and how to do that. We got, I've got, I've seen well, people no, get in trouble. Well, you're no. not, well, of course you're not supposed yes. to, but you can no. just take it to another store. To what are they supposed to know? No, exactly. No, you're definitely not allowed to do that. No, it, it is. I mean, look, it's stealing, man. Of course it is. But you're 18, you're 17, whatever, who cares? And so, and so. Uh, my girlfriend opened up so many fucking packs of, uh, of, um, but my girlfriend opened up so many of these goddamn packs uh, of these goddamn, uh, McDonald's Monopoly bullshits and got so many coupons for free McMuffins that they had to like pass a rule. They were like, all right, employees are no longer allowed to use coupons because Sriracha ruined it. <laughs> Which I fucking love. She ruined it for it. So she would have to take them, just like you said, to other McDonald's. God, that's funny. That is fucking hilarious. I, oh. I fucking I, love it. There are there are many topics that we could discuss about your um mm-hmm. history on the internet. Yeah. Um we could easily get into the lawsuit. We're not gonna do that. If you really there's many, many other resources for that sort of stuff. But once there's there's you two talk things about I want. whatever you want. You talk well, about well, look, you I don't could. If you ask a question and I don't like it, I'll just refuse to answer. I don't care. No, look, you look, ask about whatever you want. I'm I'm an open book, except look, of course for the parts of it I close on purpose. Of course, um, but I think there's more interesting stuff than than this big lawsuit. And you know what? Maybe I'll have to bring you back on because people are going to be like, "Oh, the lawsuit. What's that?" And then you know, well, look, look there's a sequel episode done. I'm a fucking- this is America. <laughs> We're all suing each other constantly. You think you're? It's like your guests are going to be like, "Wait a minute, America, litigious mass shootings. What? Oh. Who would have thought in America?" Oh, but the, the, the one um, there was one thing I wanted to discuss. Talk to me. What do you want to talk about? You have you've done many many different you know projects, audio projects, video projects. Um, you've been involved I with have. many different things. Uh, what is your, what's the favorite thing you've worked on yeah. that isn't um, you know let's like you know what let's include like you know your more, more recent project, the loudest podcast. Um, what is the what's the thing that you're most proud of being involved with that you have worked on in your many many years? I mean, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I'm currently, there's this, I, I'm doing this show called Jacked right now and it is paywalled. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a paywalled show. Like uh, the, you can hear the, like anyone can hear the first episode for free. You go to jackedpodcast.com. Um, but the, the other six episodes and all future episodes, you know, you, you got to pay for it because um, it's a, it's a, it's a cyberpunk rpg tabletop mm-hmm. podcast so it's like done it's like kind of like a dungeons and dragons thing but instead of dungeons and dragons we're playing this ancient game from 1988 that's literally called cyberpunk and um it's uh like you know it was written and developed before we had an idea of like what technology would look like or what it would do or what it would be like. So they don't know what the internet is. They have this thing called the matrix that you can deck into and like you, but you have to like have super expensive computer hardware and like wires coming out of your neck to access the matrix. And you can deck into the matrix to find like corporate data that you then sell to the highest bidder. And there's like flechette guns and 
Like they didn't know what drones were and they didn't like they didn't know what the future would be like. They didn't know that like you'd have a computer that was a phone that was a video camera that was in your pocket. So it's just it's just really, really interesting. So this show is like a it's like if the it's like a it's a look at the present from it's a look at the past's view of the present from the future, and uh, and and the sh- and uh, this tabletop game took place in the year 2013. So, like, we're in 2021 playing a game called Cyberpunk 2013 that canonically takes a uh, called Cyberpunk 2013 that was written in 1988, and it's a lot of fun. And so, like. I'm, I'm, I play this like futuristic cybernetic PR guy named Royce Grayson. And like I help like futuristic cybernetic celebrities like cover up their dirty business. And I help like corporations get out of jams. And I'm just like a corporate fixer. Um, and it's and it, it is so much fun. I love doing it. Every episode is like fully orchestrated. We pay a guy to like write music and the episodes are like an hour and a half long each. So it's like an hour and a half of like original music every episode. And I'm playing with my best friend from college. Um, our the dungeon master is like another really uh, good friend of mine from back in uh, from when I used to live in Los Angeles and I used to do comedy. And it's just like so much fun, and it's it's my favorite thing to do right now. I love that. Like, I I just want to say I love yeah, that. It's, it's great. See, I think there's there's so many. When I think of podcasts, sometimes it's like I get, you know, you get looped up in the oh, it's just a Joe Rogan, and then it's all these shitty YouTubers trying to make podcasts. But it's so much more. And see, that's a podcast that I would really, really love to fucking listen to. Well, you should. I mean. Look, Joe Rogan is the Starbucks of podcasting. Like he's the biggest name in podcasting. They paid him what did they pay him like a like three hundred million yeah, fucking dollars to do million. that goddamn show? Yeah. It's like, you know, and good for him, he's worth it. Like, um, but uh but um yeah, you know what uh, I mean my favorite shows are these like role pl- are these like weird role playing game shows that we that uh, we have now, like the Adventure Zone, like the McElroy brothers do this show called the adventure zone and they've turned this D and D thing into like a line of comic books. The third graphic novel just came out. Uh, there's a board game coming out for the adventure zone pretty soon. Um, you know, so it's like, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's like the storytelling's kind of becoming whatever the hell you want it to be. It's a lot of fun. I love that. That's bloody brilliant. Um, as we do sort of, Start to wind down. There's there's two things I want to hit on. And one of them's... Sure. So, doing a bit of research, um, you know, mm-hmm. I went on the... It was actually... It was the Dick Show's um, Wikipedia page. You know, there's a, there's a lot mm-hmm. you can cover there. Blah, blah, blah. Lawsuit, um, falling outs, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever. But down the bottom, I saw that you at 3 a.m. at a UFC gym had the greatest boxing match of all time. Um explain oh oh yeah have you seen the fight oh i've seen the fight have you seen the footage of the fight oh okay yeah sorry look uh, i we gotta keep this short just like your host said because it's like yeah i got another fucking i got another podcast tldr this um yeah but uh but look man i'm i yeah i'm just not i'm not a big fan of donald trump i just don't like him i think he's like 
I think he's very funny. Like, I love his comedy. I just hate his politics. Of course. And, uh, and that's, uh, that could be a problem when you're the president of the United States. A little bit. Um, so, yeah, oh, what were you going to say? A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of a problem. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, so I, uh, so what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so there was this dude like uh, who was really big on like a Donald Trump subreddit. He was like the moderator of a Donald Trump subreddit. And uh, and he just didn't like he didn't like my politics. And so uh, he just tweeted me and he like challenged me to a fight. And uh, like, I've never been in a fight in my entire life. And I'm also like 37 or 36 years old at the time. Um, oh. But I'm like, you know what? If there's one person I think I can beat in a fight. It's a Redditor. It's like the moderator of a subreddit. Just for some reason, I think I can do that. And so, like, I met him at, like, a UFC gym at, like, 3 in the goddamn morning. Um, and I fucking fought him. And it was, like, a big, crazy fucking fight. We were just like punching the shit out of each other. And it was and his girlfriend was like a cat girl. And she came in like full full cat girl attire and like she kept licking his face like a cat. And like he was like leading her around on a leash and shit. And it was like it was bad, man. It was like real gross and it was like a real bad scene. And um and we fought to a draw. Like, I wish I could say, like, I beat the fuck out of him. But, like, I, the first round, I, I got off, like, a real good shot to his fucking face. Um, because I'd been, like, doing some boxing training. And so, I, so like, I snapped off, like, a picture-perfect jab to his face. And he made this, like, real scared face like he'd never been punched before. I got so excited. I just started going crazy like a dumbass Tasmanian devil. And I just kept like punching and punching and punching like a big, dumb, stupid asshole. And I tired myself out. So by the second round, I could like barely move. Fucking amazing. <laughs> oh. I said, I so but like by the second round, I'm like, I could, I like literally, like I could not, I was like, I uh, like I'm I'm an out of shape 37 year old podcaster like that's not you want to talk about getting gassed that guy gets gassed but thank <laughs> god like I had done enough damage in round one that he like agreed to a draw <laughs> and we were gonna fight later and because I wanted to do like a real fight with like ring girls and a medic and fucking like I wanted to do it like for real and sell tickets and sell copies of my book and shit oh, fuck but yeah. um but uh he stopped he I, he I guess he just did not want to do another fight which was very unfortunate for my wallet because I could really <laughs> use that money that fight that fight cash would have been pretty cool because you could sell tickets to a fight. People want to watch two idiots hurt each other. Like right now, Logan Paul's fighting some asshole. That sounds like fun. Oh, it's ridiculous. But um, People but pay no, for it. he he was not. He was never up for the rematch. I know. Fuck yeah, look if he look if that guy's listening to this right now, 
Yeah, anytime, buddy. You want to do a rematch? I'd fucking love to do a rematch, just because I, because I'm poor and I could use the money. It'd be nice to, be nice to do something that people want to see. People oh. want to see goofballs fight. They do. Oh, they really, it. really do. Fuck it. And that that is well, absolutely hey, that's absolutely going to be the the title of this episode. Just you know, I've got to mention that's because that's the best story. It's just it's the funniest. It's the oh, funniest thing. Thank you. That should be hey, the, prouda- well, the the proudest thing you've ever done. Absolutely. I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of that. Hey, and I, I'm so sorry. I I gotta hop off the phone pretty soon just because I got another show in a couple of minutes. I was um, just about to any say. Any more que- Yeah. I'll, any more questions before I go? The only thing I was gonna say was one. Thank you for coming on, Serious. I really appreciate that. And I I want to ask you, um, why haven't you because you said you're a wrestling fan. I'm a huge wrestling fan as well. Um, why haven't you sort of gone into um, doing wrestling podcasts of some degree? Oh, you know, I had one for a little bit with a best friend of mine from college. Um, we uh, did a show that was literally just called the Generic Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> um, and we would, and the gimmick was we would try to predict who was going to win and lose at each month's pay per view. Mm. Um, just like pickums. Um, because that's, I think that's the mo- one of the most fun parts about wrestling is like trying to figure out what comes next in the storyline where it's like, well, Samoa Joe has to win because he lost last month to The Undertaker, so he's going to need to beat Seth Rollins this month so he looks strong when he faces Brock Lesnar at at uh, SummerSlam. And then people are expecting Lesnar to win at SummerSlam, but if Samoa Joe beats Lesnar, then Samoa Joe can headline WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. And like, just the, the storytelling is like, well, I love that part of it. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately my, uh, my buddy, like he lost his day job and yet we had to uh, shut it down for a little bit, but hopefully someday we'll bring it back. Cause fucking wrestling rules, man. Wrestling's the goddamn best. Absolutely. It's my, my, honestly, if, um, if I couldn't make a living doing podcasts, it'd be making a living, not being a wrestler. Fuck no. I'm not in shape oh, for that. Oh God, no. But something oh, in, in the industry somewhere. Absolutely. Oh um, my God. Yes, I can. My wrestling is so cool. It is. Absolutely. Um, I want, so that's it. Let's sum that up. I appreciate you coming on this, Asterius. It's, it's, it's. You know what? I was really nervous for this because, you know, big cool guests. But you're just a normal guy from New York, podcasting on different people's podcasts. You're a good dude, and I appreciate you coming on this podcast. I really do. Thank you for having me on. You take it easy. No worries. Thank you, brother. On We Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by On We. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an On We Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at onwe.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>